Well, for those of y'all that don't recognize it, it's a reference to an old movie, a Western. So I couldn't resist. I had to pull out the hat and play with my prop. Um, today is about the good, the bad, and borderline personality disorder. Today, mostly it's about the good. Uh, if you want the bad, you can go look that up online. There is a ton of stuff said about borderline personality disorders. And a lot of times people get very scared when they, they go look at Dr. Google or they go on YouTube or they read about what other people have to say, family members have to say about people with the diagnosis borderline personality disorder. Um, since about 80% of my clients roughly have a personality disorder or at least one, and out of those, probably 80% of those are borderline personality disorder. It's the one that I'm most familiar with, and it's the one that I work with the most. A lot of times when people come to talk to me and they have that diagnosis, they're really down on it. They uh, read a lot of stuff on the Internet that is not happy stuff. Uh, and if you yourself have went through and read even the basic criteria and understanding it, it's, it's a lot of serious stuff. Uh, some of the criteria like, you know, self-harming, suicidal gestures, uh, rage, anger, problems with interpersonal relationships, uh, the black and white split thinking, uh, you know, problems with frustration tolerance, uh, emotional dysregulation, all those things. It's some scary stuff. There is, though, a, I guess, if you will, a good side or at least some good qualities that I have seen in most people that have this diagnosis. It's not all bad. First and foremost, like I tell everybody, whatever diagnosis you have, the criteria that you, you, you have to meet it goes along with coping skills that you've had somewhere along the way. And those coping skills got you through some rough situations. If you have borderline personality disorder, odds are you've had it since you was very young. Uh, it may have not been recognized particularly as that until it started to manifest more basically in your face with the more serious criteria. A lot of people that I talk to, though, they can go back and trace six, seven, eight years of age having problems with rage, and anger and problems with frustration tolerance. Uh, there's also a lot of trauma background that goes with this diagnosis. Having trauma itself does not necessarily, in my opinion, cause this diagnosis, but having this diagnosis and having this kind of a mental makeup will make you more prone to take things more traumatically. In other words, um, you feel things deeper, uh, things hurt you more, and uh, what, an, say, an average individual might muddle through and and find it difficult, you find it almost unbearable. Uh, the things that happen to you then as time goes on, it seems like the, the diagnosis, the criteria, the coping skills you use keep manifesting faster and harder and bigger and more in your face. So what I wanted to say is, is if you think about it for a minute, though, a lot of those things, and I tell people those those things that that lend towards you having this diagnosis also make you the kind of person that people can like, um, being very passionate about things, feeling very deeply, um, having this, this instant connection and understanding sometimes of other people's pain, uh, being able to be close to them. All these things can make you a very good friend, a very 
a fun person to be around, a, a very compassionate person. The thing is, is getting them under control. Because with all coping skills, if you overuse them or if you use them in the wrong situation, they can cause you as much pain as they actually cause you help. And that's why, you know, trying to learn new coping skills and new ways of dealing with what's going on will help you get through this. The other part of this is, is um, you can learn to bring those things down a notch, like the frustration tolerance. Learning to deal with that means that you can handle things when they go wrong or when you perceive them as going wrong and handle them better over time, which means that you have less problems in your life. You can learn how to regulate your emotions so that you're not on the roller coaster. Okay. You can learn safety skills so that when you feel like you're going into crisis and you might hurt yourself, you find other ways of dealing with it. Because all of these things were ways that you learned to deal with all the problems you had in the past. Being thankful that you got through is important. Understanding that these things that that we see as a problem were the coping skills that you use to survive to this time. So you have to, in a small way, be thankful because you're here. That means you have a chance to do something different. As long as you're here, as long as you're alive and kicking, you have a chance to make things change in a direction you want. Things will change. Change is inevitable. The idea is to get things to change in a way that you want them to. So instead of it becoming worse and worse, you want it to become better and better. You want to get a grip on things so that you can find a way to bring more joy and more calm and more peace and more love into your life without bringing in that tumultuous uh, problems with relationships and the on and off stuff and things like that. So there's a, a... a good side to the people that I treat that have borderline personality disorder. And I encourage them not to try to lose that to instead understand it and get the good that they can out of it. In other words, finding the best part of every situation you're in, as you start to do that, your life will improve. So it's not all bad. It just sometimes seems that way when things are going really, really rough. A lot of people with this diagnosis, depending on how heavy the symptoms are, how how much they're causing them problem, they might be mild distress a lot of the time, and so they don't work on it, and they enjoy the things that they can out of it, the passion, the, the, the things that they see and they want to enjoy in life and the fun that they want to have. Getting a grip on all these and then being able to shape them through little changes is how you slowly overcome the parts of this diagnosis that are hurting you. And and that's how you reduce the the number of symptoms you have, those clusters of symptoms that get you, you know, in those criteria so that you can actually get to a point where this is in remission. I very much believe that you can get to a point where this is in remission. You do gain control of your life. If I didn't believe that, I wouldn't do this. Uh, I I work for causes, not lost causes. And my cause is, is that everyone can improve. Everyone can change their life for the better. And I believe that you can do that too. So if you're looking in the internet and you're reading stuff and it's scary, take heart. You can get through this. You can make things better. And there are a lot of good qualities in you. 
recognizing those good qualities and appreciating them, and even recognizing that some of the not so good qualities you had, the coping skills you used, got you through the situations you're in, the rough childhood, the trauma situations and everything else to where you can be here now. So now is the time to take control of your life and realize the bad and get the good. And I hope you got the reference to the movie. And if you didn't, come on, folks, look it up on the Internet and see what the movie's about. Thank you.